it's Super Bowl week. Ken's not even here to talk about his own team that's in the Super Bowl. Go figure. Oh. Go figure. The um, expected has occurred. How could it? This is shocking. I cannot believe this. What has I can't occurred? It happened. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I can't believe it's not butter. Welcome to Banter from the Cheap Seats. It's Super Bowl week, and we can't we couldn't be more excited. Just kidding. Uh well, we'll just hop straight into it with who we think is going to win Super Bowl, and then we'll go on to what happened last week in our bets for NASCAR, uh, the upcoming Daytona 500 weekend, okay. and a quick rundown of the debacle of Kentucky and Louisville basketball, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. So, oh, if, you were, if you were expecting a long show, I'm sorry. It's going to be in and out fairly quickly. Dakota's got a cowboy hat on. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh, Who do we have won at the Super Bowl? Dakota. Uh, Fuck the spreads. Fuck the over-under. Who do you got? Just straight pick them. Straight pick them. And uh, what would be a lock for you in the game? Sports-related, not... How long they showed the halftime show, not how many times they showed Taylor Swift. Uh, take the over on the national anthem is a lock. This is a bet. <laughs> this is a bet you can do, and I win it every year. All right. But uh, if you want a football one, give me a CMC anytime touchdown, uh, and give me the Niners to win it, and we're all just kind of fucked either way, really, aren't we? Nobody wanted this. We definitely don't want, because Ken doesn't show up, we don't want the 49ers to win for that reason. And we don't want the Chiefs to win because they're autistic-ass fans on Twitter. That's fair, too. So, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Give me, give me Bane showing up at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, who you got and what's your lock? Give me Casey with the dub. Um, I'm going to take a Travis Kelsey touchdown. You stole mine, and that's okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm going to go. I'll give you two locks. I'm going to give you the Chiefs winning money line. Uh, straight money line and a Pacheco touchdown. Can we do Kadarius Tony over three drop passes? He probably won't even be in the game. <laughs> we we could go Kadarius Tony at least uh, three social media rants though. Uh, give oh, yeah, me. He's definitely getting on live. He's definitely getting on live. Do you give know how ass you have to be to be going off? Online and Tony and Antonio Brown calling you out for being ass. I was just about to say, give me three Antonio Brown CTE tweets this weekend. The energy. Uh, give me an over uh, two and a half on. Uh, actually, give me five and a half of Zolo of uh, Antonio Brown using the word cracker in a tweet. 
This week in mm, That's my favorite cracker. <laughs> in the month of February of all things. Uh, would this be the perfect month? Never mind. <laughs> I ain't going there. Uh, I tried to trap him. <laughs> he ain't getting me this time. We'll try again next time. He almost uh, fell for one of the world's most classic blunders. <laughs> Speaking of cracker, uh, the NASCAR race this last weekend. Anybody win any money? Hey, <laughs> bitches. I actually did not. I didn't know I placed all my bets for uh, the Dana- Daytona 500. You stupid bitch. That's fine. <laughs> so I've got like 10 bets for Daytona 500. <laughs> oh my god. It's fine. That brace will probably pay out a little better. Anyway. Uh, so everybody that doesn't know or doesn't give a shit about NASCAR, so Los Angeles was having uh, was scheduled to have like torrential pours up until tomorrow, actually. So the race got moved up a full day from Sunday to Saturday. That destroyed attendance for it. It was yeah. Uh, the attendance got moved up, and or since they moved up, and the attendance would be bad. They made it free to the public, so everybody was refunded for the race. Uh, if you ignored the crowd and did your best to ignore Fox's coverage of the race and like watch them uh, follow it on Twitter and then try to keep up with it on on live TV, it was actually fairly good. I uh, say Fox was dog shit at showing this race. There would be a wreck, and Fox would not show it. You'd have to wait later on to see it on Twitter. Yeah, I was watching it at uh, Twin Peaks and. It was just some of the most horrendous shit of covering a race I've ever seen. But so, I also told you fuckers Hamlin was going to win it, and look what happened. I had Kyle Busch. He ran second. Uh, yeah. With no qualifying and no practice, those are two pretty damn good picks if you would have took both of the top three. Yep. Say so I had a Hamlin win, a Bush top three, a Logano top five, and a Larson top five payout. Um, so that was nice. Speaking of Kyle Larson, uh, if y'all check Twitter, might be he's one of the most talented guys in the United States when it, in, in terms of racecraft and driving a race car in general. This dude was a fucking dart without feathers in this race. Mm-hmm. Uh, drove through the back of people, doing his best to uh, Dale Earnhardt impression. Yeah. He was doing it Dale. Just straight up wrecking people, knocking them out of the way the last five laps. Um, I fucking loved it. It is what it is, but the, these the, the the new way of uh, racing versus back then, you don't do that without some kind of repercussions later on. So we'll keep an eye out out on that. He um, didn't hit him. He didn't bump him. He, he drove straight him. through him. He rubbed him. And Robinson is racing. All right, there's a difference between bumping somebody and there's uh, and there's another way of just straight up using them as a break. Uh, <laughs> what you didn't know is Danica Patrick was the one driving the car. It, no, she would have wrecked. It's fine. <laughs> there's a reason there's no women in NASCAR. No, there is, but they're on the way up. But... Um, we used to be uh, a society. Well, <laughs> anyways, 
Daytona 500 is next week. I'm still picking Kyle Busch to win that one. There you say, how are the odds looking on that? I haven't even checked to see if they posted. I'm pretty sure Kyle Busch is uh, plus 1,400. Oh. So these are All higher right. than last week. There you say, this yeah. is outright straight 1,400. I got Danny Hamlin's 1,100. I don't. So, Denny Hamlin has won the Daytona 500 three times, and he's only been in the Cup Series. I mean, he's been in there for over 10 years, but it's hard enough to win it once. He's won it three times. Uh, that's a solid pick. Hamlin is the favorite at plus 1,000. I just got all of them pulled up. Mm-hmm. But uh, they've even got they've even got top three and top five you can pick now. Already. Oh well, never mind. These were when I made my bets, so it might have changed since the last time I made bets. So the thing about the exhibition race before the Daytona 500, no matter where it's at, used to be at Daytona. It was at the Daytona Road Course for a season, and the last couple seasons it's been at the LA Coliseum. The thing about that, whoever wins that race, never wins the Daytona 500. Hmm. So. Unless you really go against what the trend's been, picking, I, I would not. Um, been watching this for a long time now, and it's it's been a while since somebody's won both. I'd steer clear, Hamlin. Um, my picks are going to be Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, and Brad Keselowski. That'll be my four. Uh, my upset pick being Michael McDowell. And so I got Keselowski as well on mine with Bush and Larson. Uh, I'm going to throw one on Hamlin just because he did good for me last week. I'm going to go ahead and ride it. Right. I got a dollar. I got a dollar on him. So, and so uh, my upset, I don't know, honestly. Maybe Almondinger or Jimmy Johnson since Jimmy Johnson's running for some fucking reason. His best finish since he's done this part-time schedule has been like the mid-30s, so proceed with caution. It's still also Jimmy Johnson, though. Yeah. Seven uh, they, also, they also have driver matchups out now, a couple of them, if you want to kind of pick through those. Yeah, read through those real quick, because those, uh, those are easy money, too. Yeah. Uh, Say, so first matchup is Ty Gibbs and Logano. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you sure it's not... Okay, yeah, take Logano on that one easily. There you say. Uh, next one is uh, Stonehouse Jr. and Michael McDowell. Uh, McDowell's probably, is it straight odds a piece? Uh, Stonehouse favored at minus 140, McDowell at plus 105. Yeah, take McDowell on that one. Stonehouse, uh, pretty bad. He either wins the race or he wrecks out, and he's been wrecking out. Yeah, there's no in between with Ricky. Uh, next one is uh, evened out at minus one fifteen is Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick. I'm just Chastain. leaning more towards Chastain on that one. Um, this one's more of a toss up. Also, with these head to head picks, you can parlay them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the straight picks for the five hundred, if you do like top five is top tens and wins. You can't parlay those. So the head to head matchups, you can though. Uh, the next one is uh, Josh Berry versus Zane Smith. 
Uh, Josh Berry's a rookie in the Cup Series, but should have won an Xfinity Championship, so I would take him. Okay, so he's been in Bush long enough, or whatever the fuck it is now. It's yep. still Bush in my heart. Oh. And then the final one that's listed, this is uh, Kyle Bush versus Martin Truex. This one's hard. Uh, I'm still taking Kyle Bush, though. And those are all the matchups they have released right now. So we went, what, Logano, McDowell, Chastain. Who did we say, Smith or Barry? Uh, Barry, for sure. Barry. All right, if you parlay them all together, it is a plus $17.23. pays out one eighty two thirty six. I may, may throw a tenner on that one. Whew. That's that's a fun one. I'm going to screenshot that and send it to the group, too, for reference. Uh, can you parlay that with the Super Bowl pick, too, since we're almost unanimously picking the Chiefs? Hmm. Can I? <laughs> Dare I? <laughs> Man, go ahead and throw some Super Bowl uh, MVP eyes on there. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Bachenko was like a 4,000. Like, I don't hate it, but we know it's going to be a quarterback award. Uh, Niners are man. Niners are the favorite right now. Yep, yep. I love I love how they're on on, <laughs> if you're on X. Can. They're on X talking about they're the underdogs. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. The Niners have the chance to do the funniest thing ever and come out to some Yeezy. All right. It, they gotta come out to famous by uh <laughs> by Kanye. Still feel like me and Taylor might have sex, but you can parlay a Super Bowl pick into this and it boosts it to a plus 36 38. Oh my god, dare I send it? Send it through, and we're gonna lock in a feeling generous 25 round robin. I might round robin it, honestly. Round robin, what in the uppity. I think we're going to on it. If this bitch pays, it's a grand. Oh, my God. Hmm. You heard it here first. <sighs> so, I, did, I didn't miss, but maybe a couple of bets last season on the NASCAR bets. I did have Hamlin winning on, like, a separate thing. My, my big pay was for Bush to win last week. I did pick. Hamlin to win on a dollar. Made my money back. So that's what matters. I got Hamlin on a five or ten. I just I believed. Yeah. But uh, let's end the show. Kentucky and Lowell for basketball. It feels so good to get a win. Uh, yes. I can't even hold you. Uh, I was bricked up. The dub against Florida State. Uh, I'll take it. Eight wins, close to ten. We're about to hit what I projected. At least for the program for the year. From three, three wins the previous season to ten, which, you know, seven win improvement. And 
And now for the major talking point. Did we get rid of Cal yet? He just they just whooped up on a six win Vanderbilt team. Hold off until they play somebody. Hold off. Now if you all would have lost this, he should have been he he'd been ran out of town tonight. He was shit can tonight. Justin Edwards, half the fan base right now is, all right, let me just lay this out. deathbed? Well, lay, I'm going to lay this out here for you. There's there's the <laughs> fans that are always optimistic, always optimistic and always want to side with mm-hmm. Cal. And then there's That's... the ones like me that as soon as we get on a losing streak at home, I'm ready to let them go. The reason I say this, and the reason everybody thinks I'm fucking crazy, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you why. Kentucky has only had two back-to-back losses at Rupp six times in the entire length of the program. Three of those have happened under Calipari. So he's... I feel like Cal... Go ahead. I usually feel like Cal usually gets... He usually gets the team ramped up right before the tournament, usually. Did y'all make it to the sweet? Did y'all make it to the sixteen last year, or am I tripping? No, you're tripping. We we made we won one game and they got we won one game and they got bounced by Kansas State. God damn it! In an ugly fashion, too. Yeah, and a totally winnable game with any amount of coaching would have won that game. They say Cal just can't coach, and then for your home games the. Atmosphere and environment is not fucking helping either, and I will die on that hill. Last year, we got toasted by a five-six-five-eight guard in the tournament. But losing to South Carolina is excusable at home now because they've only lost three games all season. That's fine. But road, Tennessee road road games are hard. But losing to Florida at home, who's a bubble team, and then losing to our biggest rival in the SEC, Tennessee, at home, and not just losing, getting blown out for the most part. They led wire to wire and had a 10-point lead, if not more, the entire game. That's an investigation. What investigation? Yeah. Investigate these buckets. Yeah, which is hilarious timing because I just bashed the hell out of them on their last podcast. So, still got to change that environment. All those fucking boomers down there show no emotion, don't help sway a game like you're fucking you, supposed to. If you really listen to a game and have your HD headphones on or have your surround sound on, you'll notice, unless you're actually at the game, then you know. But if you're not at the game, listen close. It sounds like all the sounds coming from up top. Because it is. It's because the retirement home is taking care of the bottom bowl. And God forbid you stand up to celebrate something at Rupp Arena in the bottom bowl. You will get cussed out like... Yeah. No, nah, I'm not doing it. Uh, you, you, you'll you get cussed out like they... Like most of the boomers had to experience when they took the sounds off the water fountains. So that crowd ain't... Ooh. Like that picture of Jerry Jones back from the 60s. That that crowd got their Burger King crowns on every time you stand yeah. up down there. You show any emotion. <laughs> you, uh, if somebody questionable says something like that, uh, 
a white person say something questionable and you say, oh, you was probably with Jerry Jones in a water fountain or <laughs> in that picture, they will look at you like you're fucking insane. Yeah, or I don't even get the joke either. <laughs> goes right over their head. Or if you tell them, you ain't been that ups- this upset since they took the sounds out the water fountain so nobody's like, damn right. Adolf Wallace should be a NASCAR. <laughs> Adolf Rupp had the right idea. Oh my god. Oh my god! Nasty work. Nasty it, work. They, like they act like. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and just throw this in there. They act like Reed Shepard is God's gift to Earth. The dude can't guard a three point shot to save his life, but God forbid he can't do it off the court. They're like, off. Also, when are y'all gonna learn to guard an inbound play for the love of God? <laughs> Whenever Cal decides to teach it. Hey, sweet shit. You got the senior home running the goddamn stadium. Y'all pricing them young kids out of them seats, man. That's why. For a subpar product. That's crazy. It is crazy. Well, according to y'all, according to y'all, it's subpar. I don't, I can't say I keep up with y'all. Couldn't be us. We giving away tickets, goddammit. You're giving away tickets to the people on the fucking team. Hell, for $30, I get to go call three plays. (laughs) Oh, shit. Nasty work. For for a minute, still 20 bucks. (laughs) You could call the inbounds play. Still better than what the hell Cal's doing. Jesus Christ. I think Tennessee ran the same inbounds play three times in a row. And it worked three times in a row. Like what uh, Saban was talking about in that one press conference a while ago. A 10 horn. We could not stop it. They they was in there like Section 8. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It was harder than the times of 29 for y'all. It was... The quickest way to fix the program would be one to fix the home environment, like Dakota said. And for fans to realize that this program is going to be along or around a long, hot, long, eh, yeah, Jesus Christ, it's going to be around a lot longer than what Cal will be coaching. Ten years from now, whenever he hangs it up, it's still going to be there. If he has another bad season, it's fine to let him go. I promise. He's made millions. Make it $10 million a year to make it to the second round every year. I so say you're going to have to kick him out with the contract you all gave him. They got the boosters. There's a reason why these big football recruits are coming to this sorry-ass fucking program. They got the booster money. Barry and Brown and what's that big motherfucker's name? Big D-tackle we got. I'm forgetting. But there's a reason why those guys came here. They're they're getting NIL money out the ass. They can definitely afford to get rid of Cal. I can always say, or like a lot of UK fans say, who are we going to find that's better? I'm like, hell, I don't know. You tell me. Elvin Sampson at Houston is right there. You throw a shit ton of money at like Billy Donovan and all those who are just being analysts right now and make them say no. 
Donovan's coaching the Bulls right now. He'll leave, he'll, I swear to God, he'll leave the Bulls. Yeah, that's what Louisville needs to do, too, is just start throwing money at people like that. Make them say we no. We don't, we don't have, have money. Yeah, yeah, I don't have it because of uh, <laughs> the, the arena y'all just built. Louisville's team, still a the, top 25 profitable, one of the top 25 profitable sports uh, schools in the nation. We, we have the money somewhere. You're still paying old coaches, that's why. <sighs> Taking a pay cut to pay what's his name. That's why they ain't fired him yet. But anyways, uh we'll go ahead and wrap up. We'll see how we'll see how I feel about the basketball program here in a, uh maybe a few weeks or so. Uh, after the Super Bowl show, um, depending on how the sports world's going, we'll probably be back in a few weeks after. That'll it's not definitely gonna be our last show, but we'll, we'll probably take a little bit of a break from it. Wrestling's heating up. Uh, sports kind of dies off after the Super Bowl. Hashtag we want Cody. Hashtag we want oh, Cody. We want Cody. Yep. But. Uh, with all that being said, make sure you follow our wrestling podcast. That's going to keep rolling. We'll be here every week for that. Uh, the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you uh, follow us on every new social media at Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, with all that being said, Cal, get it together for the love of God. Or see ya. This is Oaks signing out. Pat Mahomes cementing his legacy. Back-to-back Super Bowls. Might be back-to-back Super Bowl MVPs. Put a jacket on that, man. This is Mo signing out. I know you all expect something funny, but this one's not sports-related. Today we lost a great American in Toby Keith. It's a sad, sad day for America and there for the rest of the world. So everybody, find you a little whiskey girl. Drink you a nice red Solo cup. And put your boot in somebody's ass. Toby, we're going to miss you.